Welcome back to another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Don't worry, I'm not going to waste your time with an explanation of today's show. So grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Because no, I can no, always that wasn't intro. my point. <laughs> 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 there are quantum I'm, physics. Look here, look here, uh, Brett Michaels. In the, uh, if we're just exploring my inner demons here. You wouldn't have been quite as polite when you left the interview. No. I mean, if need be, we can start a GoFundMe yeah. page for you. This is but where we lack comparative knowledge, Max. Damn, dude, three hours later. Others actually want to watch some people play. See dude. reference Rick and Morty. <laughs> I will do my editing, don't you worry. That's fantastic. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Liquor and Leagues, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Yeah, good. good. I'm gonna. I think at some point I'm gonna have to change up my intro. And be yeah. like, "Fuck you all." Uh, yeah. No. So yeah. week thirteen of football, week ten for the SEC, week thirteen overall. Saw us playing six games. Saw weird ass transitioning games though. We were supposed to have Arkansas Missouri play that got postponed. We were supposed to have Tennessee Vanderbilt play that got postponed. Then they decided to play Missouri Vanderbilt to make up a game. So, uh, in the Venn diagram of fucked up, I'm not sure where that fits, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I hit the nail right on the head there. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was it was a weird week in terms of that. We still lost a game, only played uh, six instead of the seven, and of course Missouri Vanderbilt was a waste, except for I think only. What, what's her name? Is it Sarah Fuller? Is Sarah that her name? Fuller. Sarah Fuller. Okay, Except yeah. for her, I'm pretty sure the rest of the Vandy team was like, I wish we had never taken the field today. Uh, so, I don't know. I, yeah. I did see the uh, the replay of her, her, her kick? kickoff. She she may have. God bless her. You know, I'm sure there were nerves there. Um, <laughs> she may have uh, been like, eh, can I get a redo? Yeah. Well, I, you know, and in fairness to her, if you watch the uh, South Carolina-Georgia game for a bit, what was that the one where it was like, what? Why do we just keep kicking it out of bounds? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Look, you know, they talked about, you know, making history that it, if she suits up and does take the field, that she's going to be the first female in, in a Power Five conference to actually suit up and play on a team, which are fantastic. Kudos to her. But then you watch the whole, obviously, Missouri kicked off at the beginning of the game. Vandy scored no points, so no extra point was needed. And it's like, she only was on the field for one play because it was the kickoff in the second half and they never scored. Right. So, uh, Hey, she made history and uh, nothing taking nothing away from her, but I, I think it was like, how much would she be on the field? And clearly, I mean, yeah. it was Missouri and you lost 41, nothing. I don't even know how to speak to that. Yes. Made history. So good for her. But in terms of the rest of the games, obviously the early games in the day, Kentucky, Florida, Kyle, uh, you know, Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts. We had Kyle Pitts back on the field. First three touchdowns went to him. No surprise there. I think the, I think the spread was Florida 24? 25 or 24, 20, yeah. Something like that. So, hey, they... The, the, the concern I have coming out of this game, you know, if, if you, know, you want to look at an issue with Florida, is the slow start again. Yes. Um, I think, you know, actually, when the first half, Kentucky was up three points at one point. I don't think you get away with that against an Alabama. Uh, so th I think they need to get that cleaned up and figure out how to come out of the gate, start strong, and, and then finish the game. And if they can do that, as long as they don't get behind on Alabama, they might be okay. They get behind, I, I just, I'm not sure they can, they can keep up at Score that Score enough point. points. No, not the way they've been doing. Again, it wasn't a bad game. It still keeps them on pace. They stay ahead of Georgia. I mean, obviously, Georgia's running out of opportunity because they, they need help from Florida losing a few games. So it is what it is. I'll take the win. Uh, I think 
Grinch said this last week was Georgia still won. Doesn't matter if it was a struggle. We came out on the end with more points. And so that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, they, they got lucky. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't watch the video, but uh, I, I guess there's a video of Mullen just laying into Grantham. Grantham. <laughs> One point during yes. the game. It was probably like, I guess, and they, they were talking about, I guess, Grantham, they were down in the red zone and Grantham called a man coverage play or they were at least close to the red zone. And it, and it pissed him off because I think that is actually when Wilson broke off that run and they lost containment in, in, of the quarterback and he got outside and, and made a good run. I think he was just irritated by the coverage call. And it's like, man, you got to trust. It's like you've mentioned like Saban or Smart. You know, you got to trust the people that you hire. Let them make the calls. Are you going to win 100% of the time on every call? No. But, you know, you got to do your best and – I did see it. I saw it replayed a number of times. Him just fucking yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he may have been yelling like, "What are you doing for dinner?" Yeah, <laughs> that type of thing. But yeah, he's yeah, like, the th- cameras are on me. I need to look animated. That's right. <laughs> and and Grantham would not look at him. He just kept talking, but he's like, "I'm just going to look at the field. I'm not looking at you. I don't care." Yeah. So, uh, the other early game, obviously, we touched on that. Missouri Vanderbilt. Nothing to talk about here. Yeah. So then the afternoon games: the Iron Bowl, Alabama, Auburn. Fun game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you uh, know, late in the fourth quarter, uh, Auburn did manage to get in the end zone, which uh, I don't know if you saw the statistic at that point, Alabama had 11 quarters without allowing a touchdown. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So that would have, so they broke that streak. I guess Auburn can take small take uh, comfort in that, but that, <laughs> yeah, that was one sided from start to finish. Yeah, I saw a thing. It was uh, I was looking on Instagram yesterday afternoon, and it said for Auburn to win, they're going to need a kick thirty six to win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think they can get there. So yeah, this was not even close. But we've known this for weeks now. Auburn is not the team that they were reported to be. So uh, I don't think that matters. Saban will take that win. Yeah, um, and and you know he wasn't on the sideline. He was at home. Yeah. Sarkeesian I mean, coached that game. I'm not sure anybody thought it was going to be an issue, right? No. Yeah. It would have been weird if like a day after it's like, oh, he's positive. And he'll be on. It's like, wait, again? How is this happening? Uh, whatever drugs he's using, good for him. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. No surprise here. I have nothing to say about this game. <laughs> yeah, we stepped it out one more on me, as as was expected. And, and Hossie, you know, your South Carolina pick was clearly suspect, and I know why you did it. Uh, yeah. And it yeah. would have worked, I think, had the Tennessee-Vanderbilt game stood this weekend. But unfortunately, them swapping up that game afforded Grinch to swap his pick. So, you know, here we are now. Yeah. You guys uh, I mean, in, in my heart of hearts, you know, I think I knew better. But, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, uh, I didn't – obviously, I didn't get to see the game. But I, I went back and saw the scoreline and read through the, the plays or whatever. And it, it didn't look like it was much of a competition, I mean. You can't keep giving up 40-plus points every week and expect to win. No. Or keep your head coach, apparently. Yeah. 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 Who, who was your play caller? I'm sure it was Bobo. Was it? Yeah, Bobo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure it was. Which, you know, it's, it's always weird when you see a former Georgia quarterback and former offensive coordinator, you know, for Georgia when Rick was there, and, and then he's on the sideline in South Carolina. It was just – I don't know. It was just weird, like, seeing it like that. But – I mean, sir, I think just watching South Carolina, they were, it, it felt a little flat. I mean, it's kind of like with Kentucky like and LSU. Like some of these teams that we're seeing, 
they're just kind of they're just playing kind of flat, like no identity. Almost just kind of mailed it in at this point, right? Yeah, and and I mean, you know, like I think A and M, the A and M LSU game was maybe a little closer than I expected. Although LSU scored a grand total of one touchdown, (laughs) I thought. Yeah, but I mean, A and M. I mean, staying at what was like ten seven forever. Yeah, you know, it was ten nothing and ten seven forever. I, I was like, come on, you you got to be kidding me. But I I will say the Georgia South Carolina game did have one stat that was surprising. J T Daniels did not light it up like he did the week before. He wasn't he didn't put up four hundred yards. <clears throat> yeah, considerably less. Didn't have to. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I'm just saying it's like uh, he, yeah, I I think it was two hundred eight rushing yards in the first half. Yeah, I mean, it was a total of 330 rushing or a little yeah. over 330. Yeah. And, and I, I'm kind of surprised at that because the, 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 the two or three players that left were secondary players that opted out for the remainder of the season for South Carolina's defense. Uh, like J.C. Horn is, is the one that immediately comes to mind, and he'll probably go in the second or third round. Um, so I really kind of thought they'd throw more and, and attack that way, but I guess not. I, I guess running on South Carolina is the way to go. I, I mean, not that it really matters either way, I guess. I guess yeah. it's ways in Georgia wanted to uh, implement. Well, and I, you know, I mean, like we talked about last week, I mean, Georgia's built to be a running team. I mean, when you have that many running backs who all got touches um, other than I think there's, you know, one running back that was out because of injury concern. I mean, James Cook, you know, was averaging 17 yards a carry um, because he only had six, six carries for 104 yards. And because of that, they just – they didn't have to throw. And, and Kirby, I guess, when asked about it, you know, based on JT Daniels' numbers from last week, was like, we didn't, we didn't need him to throw as much this week. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I like and, that your dog likes to be involved in the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he said uh, – he said they thought they abandoned the run too early last, last week. They, they shifted away from it. Um, but, you know – Hindsight's twenty twenty, so it is what it is. So they decided this week to stick with it and it paid well, dividends. Yeah. Clearly. And here's the other thing. When when you when you're up twenty one nothing after one quarter and you're up twenty eight to ten at half, you're gonna run because you wanna grind that cu- clock. Yeah. You don't wanna you don't wanna keep that clock uh stopped. So I mean that's just that's just smart play calling right there. All right. Texas A and M, L S U. This was not a, a, a barn burner. I mean twenty to seven. I think I expected more out of Texas A and M. Uh, I was a little surprised by the scoreline. I didn't expect LSU to make much of a showing, but I think I expected Texas A&M to put up considerably more than they did. Yeah. So that, that was a little surprising. No, no, I don't think anybody expected this one to be that close. Although, I mean, LSU has, has shown flashes in the pan this year. Um, I think we can all agree that Texas A&M is head and shoulders uh, the better team. And I kind of expected them to run away with it. I just wonder if, you know, what, what – What's going on with LSU? Is this an anomaly in that, or are they just kind of falling apart? Like their culture is not holding, you know, because there was that other stuff that came to light with the whole sexual assault cases, the investigation, how they, and how stuff, they handled yeah. it. And I mean, right yeah. now they just have nothing. Again, it's a team that has no identity. Like when you think of the team, nothing pops in your mind of like who or what they are right now. So I'll be curious what kind of coaching shuffle they do, you know, because I, have to imagine folks in the bayou want Bo Pelini gone. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, – I don't know what – I wanted to check real quick. I meant to do this. Because, I mean, in terms of a reversal 
a reversal of fortune. I mean, to go with what they did last year, and right now, and again, I know it's a weird year, but I mean, they're three and four, right? They're not even, they're not even batting five hundred. Like yeah. that seems like such a drastic reversal of fortune from winning, from winning, and it, it, and being so dominant the year before. And I know the SEC shorts did that joke about, but but the question is like maybe you, you do see like these, these one-off teams that have a really good year, but like an LSU, LSU, you don't expect them to fall off so much because you expect the recruiting to be there. You expect their depth to be there. Yeah. This year, a weird fucking year for them. It's been yeah, a weird and year I, for everybody. And I, I mean, I don't recall where they've landed in, in the recruiting stats, but I think they've been in the top 10 consistently. So they should have a solid roster of talent. Like you, you just said. Yeah. It's just there's there's it's it's not shaped, you know. Like there, it, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's in the locker room. I don't know if it's the coaches, you know, with the fact Joe Burrow's gone and then offensive staff shuffle. I think Dave Aranda left as well. So maybe it was just all that together. And just, Brady left, right? Yeah. Joe Brady. Joe Brady. Yeah, Joe Brady left. left. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you have to anticipate some semblance of a fall off, uh, you know, after after a season like that because you know your coordinators are going to get picked up. They're going to get promotions. Yeah. Um, you've got players that are going to go, you know, either Pro. seniors and go in the draft or they're going to leave early and go in the draft. But it doesn't seem like there's been anybody to kind of step up. I, I grinch to your point and, and take on that identity. I mean, you asked me to name a player on the LSU team. I couldn't name you anybody on their team. And that, that makes me wonder if it isn't recruiting, you know, are, are they getting to that point in the cycle now where, they just don't have, you know, they, they didn't bring in the players during that cycle, that recruiting cycle yeah. that are able to step up. I mean, their top pass performer, PJ Finley, who I, I guess Ooh. I remember that name. <laughs> I do. I do yeah. remember that name. Nine for 25 for 118 yards and two interceptions. I mean, I think that's a quarterback rating like in the team. They're in a rebuilding year. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the question will be. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, I think, where you were going, Grinch, there. What, what do they look like next year? Yeah, I mean, is it is Ed Ogeron a great coach, or did he just catch lightning in a bottle with how he built his staff last year? I think he caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah, well, I'll yeah, say I mean, it right I, now. I think, I think a lot <laughs> I of coaches – I think, you know, college coaches have to get at least four years before you can truly judge what, you know, what their legacy, you know – what their talent what it looks is like, right. because you have to get the other coaches, you know, players out of there because they may not necessarily fit your system. We'll, we'll see what happens next year. Like you said, you know, Ogeron had them all firing on the right cylinders last year, the Joe Burrow, maybe it was Brady as a coordinator, whatever the case may be. And can they rebound? Do they have the depth? Yeah. So, the week that was wasn't a lot of super interesting games. We we've worked ourselves down near the end of the season. A lot of things are kind of locked in at this point in terms of the East and the West. I mean, Georgia is going to take a miracle, I think, at this point for them to get a nod for the SEC championship. Yeah. I know Texas A&M is now going to make the argument. Well, can we get into the top four? Can we make that jump? What has to happen above us for us to get there? Interestingly enough, which is what I wanted to discuss today, since now the CFP has dropped their first rankings. The top four are Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. I don't think anybody's surprised there. Nope. Texas A&M and Florida. Then you have Cincinnati. Cincinnati being the first of the big non-top five uh, power conference teams. And, of course, then it's they're like 
this year's USF. Well, we should get a look. We're eight and zero. You know, we're pl- but you're not playing powerful teams, so you need a lot of things above you to happen mm-hmm. to get in. But I think the biggest one for me is not an SEC team, and I know we kind of focus on SEC. Uh, Ohio State is four and zero right now. To even be considered in the top four, you have to have played five games. Yeah, they have canceled what the last three. Three, <laughs> yeah, and and I and that's weird because they've said canceled, not postponed. Does that mean they won't be playing them? That, yeah. That's my understanding. Generally, that's canceled, the definition yeah. of canceled versus right? postponed. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty savvy on their part when you think about it to approach it this way. But if they don't play again, they're going to be in deep shit here. Well, all they yeah. got to do is play one more game. They only got to play so one more. They're, they're just waiting for that that powder puff to come up on their schedule and say, "Oh, we won't cancel this one because we know we can win it." Then we'll cancel everything else, and we'll be five and zero. Right, but that's obviously that's truly speculation on our part. But if that sure. were to occur, yeah, it's educated speculation. That's fucked up if that's what's happening. And, and what is if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck and quacks like a duck? It's probably right. a fucking duck. Well, and, and if they're literally looking down the schedule, going not a guarantee, not a guarantee, not a guarantee. Well, let's just cancel, cancel, cancel. We only need five games on the schedule to win. I mean, that would be fucked up if that was truly what was going on. Because that's what I started to think about. I was like, when they made that announcement, I'm like, holy shit. They're not postponing, which means they have no intention to go back and play them. Nope. I, I mean, you know I what think, they're doing. Exactly what Max said. That's what they're doing. I think they're, at some point, if you don't complete a certain percentage of your games, you, you have to be ruled out or ruled ineligible for postseason i, I couldn't I, agree I, more I, you know it's certainly it's for the crap. for the playoffs now right. you can still go to another bowl game that's fine they get a they're, they're paying their money they can pick whoever they want to pick that's right. their call but i think to be considered for the playoffs yep. you have to have completed you know 75 of your schedule and that's the thing i, I could agree it, more yeah um, I, I i agree i feel like you should have to play a certain amount of your games a certain percentage of your schedule well and i'm sure that nobody put any sort of stipulation in place you know, when we started this, because nobody would have thought was that was an issue, it. right? Right. I, I mean, that's, and again, to Hoss's point, I certainly hope. State, I, it doesn't surprise me. That I mean, well, that's super yeah. strategic to, to do you. it, but it's just like, wow, okay. I mean, you know, and, what's that I mean, all look that? At, you, ain't look cheating, at, you ain't trying. Look right. at teams that, you know, tank their season. You know, they know we're, we're not going to win, so let's just lose every game and get the number one draft pick. It, it's certainly, you know, it, it's the opposite direction of what we're talking about, but it happens. People, you know, anything they can do to get a competitive edge, they're going to do it, right or wrong. So, you know, if there's not a stipulation in place that says you have to complete 75% of your games or whatever, I don't know that I fault them. I think it's bullshit, but they're playing within the, you know, guidelines given to them. Well, and, and the only two games they have left are Miss, uh, Michigan State and Michigan. And let's be honest, Michigan at this point, even though it's a rivalry game, I don't see that being very competitive. I mean, aside from the Penn State game, well, no, I'm sorry, not Penn State, Indiana, they haven't had close games, really. Right. So they it's haven't like, really played because yeah. it's all uh, Big Ten. Yep. Outside of Ohio State and they're, Indiana this year, there really isn't anybody else that looks great. And some of these teams, I'm, I'm really interested to see if there's not some conference shuffling here in the next few years you know, next two, three, four, five years. Because, I mean, Notre Dame's proven that being in the ACEC is behooven upon them being a powerhouse. Well, well and, and, and every, so other, that happens. every other sport from Notre Dame is in the ACC, except right. for football. Right. And, and that is essentially because of the deal they have with yeah, NBC. They're not giving up the TV money, though. Right. They're not. Uh, I guess it's interesting when you look at the top four. So 
and let's let's start speculating because you know we're winding down to the end of the season. What you got? I just say according to uh, I think this comes from the CFP's website in the Q and A session. It says there is no minimum game requirement to be eligible for the CFP. Right, but that you know, and again, that's probably their standard. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you can say there's no minimum game required when you know. Well, again, they said they have I mean, to why, play five games. Yeah. So, I, again, I don't know maybe if that's conflicting information. Again, in terms of speculation, so if we're looking at Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, you're saying Notre Dame, Clemson have to play each other again. I think in the ACC championship. And probably. Alabama, Florida are going to play, play each, each other. other. So that right there is going to th – those two games will pick two, play, two teams that go to the, the championship game. So, You're going to have one from each of those games going to the so Clemson's pretty much in, and we probably I, think Ohio State's probably pretty much in. Or not Clemson, I, I'm sorry. Notre the, Dame. Notre Dame if, if, all right, yeah, I see what you're saying. So, so if Clemson, but here's the thing. If Clemson beats Notre Dame, even Clemson though Notre beats Dame beats Notre Dame, Clemson, Dame, I think I mean, it's a loss. How, how, how do you – I mean, you go to the record then, right? Well, that's the thing, right? You, you're going to take you're going to take the ACC champion, and you're going to take the SEC champion this year, I think, right? Then it becomes, you know – is the second tier, you know, say, say Clemson beats Notre Dame. So Clemson gets the automatic bid. Do you then say, well, Notre Dame has a better record and played more games than Ohio state. So they're getting in over on Ohio state. That's where, and that's always been the problem. I think right? we're it's, all saying that Ohio state shouldn't even be a consideration at this phase of things, but because of the rules that, that Grinch just pointed they, out, they will be, they will be. Yeah. They're going to use it to their benefit. And yeah. that's what sucks because it really should come down to like an Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, well, Texas goes, and Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And this goes back to, I think, you know, we've all had this discussion, you know, they, they need to expand the playoffs. And what you do is you take, you know, the top, you know, you take the champion from each conference. Right. And that's, that's your playoff right there. You want to be in the playoffs. You have to win your championship game. Playoffs. You know, and, and is it fair to everybody else? No, but then you get them to join a power five conference. All right. So, and again, we can debate that all day long, you know, cause Nobody this is this. So. Well, no, this is when the speculation, <laughs> this is when the speculating starts, right? People are going to go, okay, yeah. what has to happen now for my team to get in for these teams to get in? Who's got to lose? Who's got to win? And so of course that's going to happen at this point. You know, we're winding down to the end of the season. So, well, and that's where I say you, you want to, you want to get in win your conference championship right. do problem solved. Then now, you know what the path to, to the playoffs is not, you know, well, you know, we could still only have one loss. And if we lose to Alabama, maybe we'll still get in. If, you know, this other team loses, you know, two games, it just gets to be too much juggling in my opinion. Yeah. The, the, the couple of teams, we haven't discussed that. I just had to look at this other ranking to be reminded of. USC is three and zero, having only played three games. But I know that <laughs> well started later. Um, BYU is nine and zero. It's their you know if we go off strength of schedule, that's I mean they play teams like South Alabama. Right. How do you uh, say? A, yeah. a nine and zero BYU BYU team gets in over a you know an eight and one Florida or an eight and one Alabama team depending well, on how everything goes right I, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I don't think you can I I think that's where the argument for an Ohio State to play more games starts to come in is they're like hey we're four and zero it's like 
okay, you played a total of four games against, you know. Menial like, talent. Yeah, I mean, like, not great teams in some cases because Michigan's horrible this year. Penn State, you know, like, yeah, none Penn of these State's teams are going to give them any boost. So, you know, then you can start to say, you start, I think you start seeing the argument, uh, the door for that argument opening up of a team that has played a significant number of games going, we won twice as many games. Right. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why? There are no, I mean, I know we use the term automatic bids. I mean, but we, you know, there are no automatic bids. Technically the committee's mandate is to pick the four best teams based on the body of work. So I don't know. I mean, we I may see even, some wazoo, you know, there's going to be some weird shit. There's going to be some weird shit this year. It's just that kind of year. Yeah. And like Why I said, we still be? don't know that, you know, are, are we going to see bowl games outside of the championship series? You know, I, I haven't seen any predictions lately. Well, and you know, what's a lot the of times they'll do the predictions. What's the likelihood that these teams are supposed to have a bowl game and they both end up with COVID or one of them is with all COVID and you shift and so another team ends up playing a team that wouldn't have been in a bowl? I mean, it's just – it's going to be weird. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and you know, in, in a lot of states, you're going to have restrictions, so you can't put that many fans in the stadium. So, the, I mean, the, the company sponsoring it's not going to get their, their money back that way either. Right. Um, I just – and obviously we're seeing things are getting worse. You know, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole of COVID, but, but clearly things are starting to get worse again. Shit. We may, you may have a team that could make the, the college football playoffs and then have an outbreak and not even be able to play. That would be interesting as fuck. All so, right. But yeah, we don't, we don't want to get too times. far off track. So that again, week that was our little topic. And now we're going to talk about the week that is, and, and I, I made adjustments to the schedule because I know they did adjust it. So we are looking at uh, Hosh, you lost ground to Grinch. He tied it up, 40 picks apiece. Mack in third with 38. I bring up the rear with 37. So Grinch, you get to pick first because you and Mack tied the weekend and you are leading him. So you get to go first. Grinch, you're going Georgia here. Georgia. Nope. Mack, what do you pick for this game? You had six picks last week. You go. Oh, no, this is tough. I mean, you know, they got Sarah out there. You know, they could put up a couple field goals. I'm going. I hear Vandy. (laughs) Okay. Georgia. Not even sure why you have to ask. Grinch, Georgia, Mac, Georgia. All right, Haas, you with 40 picks. You and I tied this weekend. You have 40 picks ahead of your winning. So, Georgia, Vanderbilt. Oh, we're not going to anchor down this week. No, no, we're not. We're we're <laughs> definitely going to. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be all D A W G S. All right, Florida, Tennessee, Grinch, Florida, Florida. Tennessee. You you yeah. say Florida, Mac? I'm pretty sure you're going to go Florida. Florida, Haas. Yeah, I'm going to go Florida. And I'll do fluoride. Alabama, LSU, Grinch. Yeah, Alabama for sure. You didn't think LSU showed you anything? No, and I think uh, Alabama's thinking about last season going, let's just kick them while they're down. That's it. Mac? Uh, roll Tide. Alabama. <laughs> and, 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 and that tastes bitter coming out of my mouth for sure. Haas? Alabama, yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will also go Alabama. I don't think that's a surprise. I'm sorry. I was told that they they thought Auburn was your choice here. I heard I heard War Eagle as you walked away. So we so just I, assumed Auburn was your pick. War, War Aggies. War, War Aggies. War Aggies. War War Eagle uh, Tiger type yeah, thing. Okay. Uh, Texas A&M. He's going Texas A&M too. All right. Haas, we know what you're. Yeah, doing. I'm I'm going with Aggies as well. Yep, yep, yep. 
Fuck. And now it just comes down to the fun part. And all right. So back to you, Grinch. We recycle Arkansas, Missouri. We can't run forever. And these are the ones I think where you can flip a coin. And so, you know, you're going to see if Grinch picks one, then maybe I pick the other one because it could go either way. And that's the only way you're going to make ground. Right. I'm going to go Mizzou. We're locking it in. There won't be no, hey, I want to change it. Yeah. So be sure. Unless they postpone the game. Well, yeah. Well, if they postpone it, no. I mean. It postpone and shuffle. But yeah. yeah, They shuffle. All right. Uh, Mac? What's your coin come back? Okay. What the shit? Arkansas. Arkness. Arkansas. Ark hyphen in Arkansas. All right, Haas, Arkansas. Oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see where, where are they playing. Did They're playing, uh, I assume. We've got, Ar- uh, Actually, uh, I don't know because they adjusted uh, the game. Missouri. They're playing in Missouri. All right, so uh, Columbia. So you could that, go Columbia, that, South Carolina. Columbia. Yeah, your pick, Because, yes, I'm going to go with Missouri. It wow. does. Actually, I'll tell you why. Because Missouri has a better home record this season than Arkansas does. But Arkansas is not playing at home. What's their away record? I know, well, their, ro- their road record's one and three. So okay, and Missouri's home record is two and uh, one, home two record's and three three and one at home. Okay, I'm sold. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Grinch, Kentucky, Ooh, Carolina. Lord, <laughs> oh my God! Do we need to get out the wheel of names Fucking and just hell, and it, like <laughs> this train doesn't move until you do so? No. What is your gut telling you? <laughs> He wants to know Kentucky. what everybody else is picking. Yeah, okay. you got you got two and two uh, at home and two and two on the road. So yeah, and so both this one does it. Both teams. It's just like who shows up, huh? Yeah. Right. Mac, Kentucky, South Carolina. Kentucky. Haas. Yeah, South Carolina's shown me nothing. Uh, they 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 can't. This is what the fifth week in a row they've let forty-two plus points get scored on them. Yeah, Kentucky all the way. You guys I mean, don't have really- you don't have the old Miss game to to salvage me. You know so. I'm I'm gonna go Kentucky, so I know oh, I don't lose. So we had the what one variance? Yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not gonna move the needle. <laughs> it, it will for me potentially. It'll either allow me to catch up or drop off a little more. Yeah, so it will it will tie last place or or gain you know, ground. So or so like diving so, at your ankles, like try to potentially it, right? we, we've got a tie for first and a tie for last after this week. <laughs> or you two still tied for first and Mac just gains ground and steps away from me. Yeah, yeah. which is what's going to happen. Okay, uh, and then I will update the picks because obviously we're going to have a week, uh, another week of games for makeup games. So I will make sure and put those on for next week. So there we go. We got them locked in. It'll be interesting to see. It, it, it'll be weird, like with the, uh, the dynamic of the, the CFP rankings. Like if based on the weird-ass picks, if we all just end up tied at the end of this thing. Yeah. Like how fucked up would that be? That'd be cool. So I mean, you know. When we reconvene, we will see how the next week of football goes. So thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate your take as usual. And uh, go Florida. Until next time, yeah. we'd like to say. Salute Empire. Kawhi. <laughs> Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> <laughs>